Um, well, I know last time we we got through the end of Genesis 16, I believe. Um, you guys remember what was going on in Genesis 16? <laughs> you might. <laughs> I know it was two weeks ago, but it wasn't wasn't that long ago. Hagar, right? Hagar and Sarai, and Hagar is pregnant, and yeah. One big happy family, right? <laughs> yeah, not so much. Yeah, and so we we can see the fruit of trying to accomplish God's will in our own strength. Oh boy. Right? You know, I've um, seen that someplace before. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, uh, but, you know, at the end we... We see, you know, and Hagar bore Abram a son. And Abram called the name of his son, whom Hagar bore, Ishmael. Abram was 86 years old when Hagar bore Ishmael to Abram. And so we, we see Ishmael's born. Um, Abram has a son. But is he the son of the promise? That's the question. Let's look in chapter 17 and see what happens. But you know, I have a comment. Yeah. The end of 16, I was thinking about that. Mm-hmm. And two weeks ago-ish. And you know, God knew, excuse me. Yeah. God knew what he was doing because Ishmael was going to need a dad. And mm-hmm. Hagar didn't say, I'm not going back. I don't care God, God looks after us, doesn't he? I will tell you what, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So that was just my comment on that, how they, how they went back, you know, they mm-hmm. went home and it was meant to be. Yeah. And that, that brings us to chapter 17, and uh, I'm going to read a big chunk. I don't know if we'll get through it all today, but we'll try. Um, we're going to look at the first 14 verses. It says, when Abraham was 99 years old, and so he was 86, right, when Ishmael was born. Now he's 99, so this is like 13 years later. So when Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am God Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless, that I may make my covenant between me and you and may multiply you greatly. Then Abram fell on his face. And God said to him, Behold, my covenant is with you, and you shall be the father of a multitude of nations. No longer shall your name be called Abram, but your name shall be Abraham, for I have made you the father of a multitude of nations. 
I will make you exceedingly fruitful, and I will make you into nations, and kings shall come from you. And I will establish my covenant between me and you and your offspring after you throughout their generations for an everlasting covenant to be God to you and to your offspring after you. And I will give to you and to your offspring after you the land of your sojournings, all the land of Canaan, for an everlasting possession. And I will be their God. And God said to Abraham, Abraham, As for you, you shall keep my covenant, you and your offspring after you, throughout their generations. This is my covenant which you shall keep between me and you and your offspring after you. Every male among you shall be circumcised. You shall be circumcised in the flesh of your foreskins, and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and you. He who is eight eight days old among you shall be circumcised. Every male throughout your generations, whether born in your house or bought with your money from any foreigner who is not of your offspring, both he who is born in your house and he who is bought with your money shall surely be circumcised. So shall my covenant be in your flesh, an everlasting covenant. Any uncircumcised male who is not circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin shall be cut off from his people. He has broken my covenant. And we'll, we'll pause there and we'll let's work our way through this. And so, again, we see Abram's 99 years old, right? Um, so he, he's an old man, right? Um, and how old's Ishmael? At, 13. So Ishmael would be 13 by now, or roughly around there. We're not exactly sure the exact date of this. But, um, and how does God address himself to Abraham? That's so cool. He says, he tells him who he is. Yeah. He introduces himself. Yeah, what does he introduce himself as? God Almighty. God Almighty. Yeah, yeah God Almighty. Yeah, the, let's, let's get that out there. Well, actually, the, the Hebrew here is El Shaddai. El Shaddai. Um, what, what does that mean? What does it mean to be God Almighty? All-powerful? Supreme. Supreme. Yeah. Able to do all things? Unequaled. Unequaled, yeah. Yeah, and so we, we see... You know, we're, we're, he, he keeps revealing more and more of himself to us as we go through the book of Genesis of who he is. And we see his sovereignty, his power here in his name. Um, yeah, Almighty is like encompasses anything and everything. Almighty. Yeah. Above and beyond measure and scope. Yeah. Yeah. And what does God ask of Abraham? Say that a little louder. Be blameless. Yeah, walk. What does he say? Walk before me and be blameless. What what does he mean by that? Walk before me and be blameless. Watch your step. Watch your step. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, go before me and um, pay attention to me. Blameless is not perfect. He didn't say be perfect, he said blameless. Okay. So he has a role to fulfill. Okay. He's setting him up for being an ambassador and a, and a patriarch. Mm hmm. Yeah. And a, to be of use by this God Yeah, it's, it's almost he's using a, a, a language there asking for loyalty and faithfulness, isn't he? Um, yeah, don't mess up if you can keep from that. Yeah, don't mess up. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Focus. Why is he asking Abraham to walk before him and be blameless? What's the reason? So that he says that I may make him, you know, come my covenant. So, mm -hmm. wow, it's, it's like a preface to what he's, okay, God is prefacing what he's going to assign to me mm -hmm. by his role in the assignment. Yeah. Walk before me and be blameless so that mm -hmm. I can do this. Yeah. Yeah. That I may make my covenant between me and you that may multiply you greatly. And so we got covenantal language and this this idea of multiplying again. Um, and so all these themes that we have been seeing throughout Abraham's life is, is coming to, the, to bear once again. Um, and there is something significant going on here. Uh, we, uh, how old is Ishmael again? 13. Is there anything significant about the age of 13? Accountability. Accountability. I know in Jewish faith, that's when they have their... Um, bar mitzvah. Bar mitzvah. Yeah. What, what is a bar mitzvah? Being part of the faith and mm -hmm. professing your faith. Professing your faith as a Jew. Yeah. But what does it signify <laughs> for that boy? Mm -hmm. Coming of age, becoming a man, Right. And so we have this significant age in Ishmael where he would now be, say Abraham died the next day, who would inherit everything? Ishmael would, right? By right, but also by age. And so he's 13. And now God is coming to Abraham and he is establishing his covenant with Abraham, and and there's there, there's something going on here, um, and so we we see, you know, my my covenant between me and you, and may multiply you greatly, and so he God's hinting at something that he's about to tell him. You know what? It's it's like we're watching um, a hinging. You know mm -hmm. how wallets can drop open and. They hinge at one another, and you see a display of oh, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Well, that's the picture.
picture I get here of a hinging of I'm this, you do this, and now he's Yeah. It's unfolding in other words. Yeah, yeah. It's unfolding before our eyes, isn't yeah, it? it? Yeah, it is. It's a hinging. It's coming out of the unfolding. It's cool, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's, it is really cool. Yeah. Um, so how does... It's a display. Yeah. yeah. Of, of God's plan. It is a display of it's God's plan, yep. 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 So... How does Abraham Abraham respond to God's word? Falls on his face. Falls on his face. What is that all about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He. Yeah. I mean, you think about it. One, he introduces himself as God Almighty, El Shaddai. And then he, he uh, talks about, uh, commands him, walk before me and be blameless. Okay, how do I do that? Who here is blameless? I'm not seeing any hands. I'm not raising mine either. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, and then he's talking about the covenant again and so it's it's got to be overwhelming for Abraham and so he falls on his face before God in humility right it's a demonstration of humility it's a demonstration of God's sovereignty God God is my king um, you know I bow before you um, it's so personal yeah you know the covenant is between me God mm -hmm. and you this man, yep. it's so personal. It is personal, but as we'll see later on, it expands. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. The, the of it. But yeah. How could you not just fall on your face when God says to you, I'm making this between you and I? Yeah. It's just you and I. This is starting here. This is the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know any one of us that wouldn't fall on our face uh, if God approached us like this. Yeah. Pretty amazing. Yep. To read this. It's the beginning of our heritage. It is. Yeah. Look, looking at verse 4, God's speaking again. He says, Behold, my covenant is with you, and you shall be the father of a multitude of nations. No longer shall your name be called Abram, but your name shall be Abraham, for I have made you the father of a multitude of nations. And so what what's going on here? Huh? Yeah. What is that all about? Why the name change? He's 99 and he's got a new name. Yeah, 99 he gets a new name. Yeah. Yeah, but there's also significance. Does anybody know what the name Abram means? 
Yes, all right, let us, let us know. Exalted Father. Exalted Father, yeah. What does Abraham mean? Father of the multitude. Father of the multitude. Of a multitude. Of a multitude, okay. Yeah, and so he's now, he was exalted father, now he's father of a multitude. Um, and so there, there is something significant going on here. Um, the, the change in the name. And part of the change of the name is something that's going to be happening. Um, and it, the, the promise is for a multitude of nations, not just one nation, but a multitude of nations. Uh, now, we have the, you know, we've been reading our Bibles for years, so we know how the story goes, right? Um, we learned this in Sunday school, you know, that we have a song about it, Father Abraham with many sons, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, what what nations do we know come from Abraham? Israel. Israel. Yeah. What other nations? Well, Some Arab nations? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so... What, what we see with Abraham, you know, there's the Ishmaelites, right? He will become, Ishmael shall become a nation. Um, we also see further down the line, uh, uh, through Esau, Esau will become a nation, the Edomites. Um, and so there's the physical de descendants of Abraham, uh, and then there's also the spiritual descendants of Abraham as well. Through Christ, mm -hmm. we're all children of Abraham. We get grafted in. We get grafted in, right? You know, what's interesting is Abram is a short name, mm -hmm. and he's exalted father, and Abraham is a longer name, and the multitude goes with that. So it's an expansion mm -hmm. of meaning. Yeah. And so he had to have a new name, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he also says, "What what else does he say?" Um, uh, verse six: I will make you exceedingly fruitful, and I will make you into nations, and kings shall come from you. Who who are the kings that come from Abraham? David, Jesus, Solomon, yeah, all the kings in first kings, second kings, yeah, yeah, and so there's there's kings that come from him, and there's kings of other nations that come from him as well, um, but then there's the king of kings, right, um, and so you know if you're Abraham, you're like wow. I mean, I could just, you know, what's going on in his mind right now? I don't know. Exceedingly you know. fruitful. Yeah, exceedingly. Yeah, age 99, you're, you're going to be exceedingly fruitful. You know? I'm 47. I, I don't feel exceedingly fruitful right now. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I can't imagine how I'm going to feel at 99. Well, fruitful doesn't just mean 
Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. In different ways, yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This meaning is pretty specific, I see. Yeah, and he's based, and again, it's all leading up to a point. You know, eventually God's going to reveal to him the promise of another son. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and, and so it's, he's just kind of hinting at it right now. He's preparing Abraham for, for what he's about to say to him. Um, and so, he, <clears throat> yeah, he says, you know, I will make you exceedingly fruitful. I will make you into nations and kings shall come from you. And I will establish my covenant between me and you and your offspring after you throughout their generations for an everlasting covenant to be God to you and to your offspring after you. So what's going on there? He's assuring him that he'll be with him always and his offspring always. Yeah. And so it's, an it's not just him anymore, right? And, and you know what else is going on here is that this is etched in stone, as it were. Mm-hmm. This is God speaking. Yeah. So, there is no, no one that can come along and say, you know, in other words, God didn't just say, your hand's Abraham, this is what I got between just the two of them. This mm-hmm. is a historical documentation of establishing the future. Yeah. So, so you can dispute it if you want, Said it. Yeah. And, and it's here for us to know the progression of God's plan. Yeah. Yeah, and so it, we see it's, this covenant is now growing, isn't it? It's not just Abraham. It is now his, his offspring that are underneath this covenant. And as we go through Genesis, we will see this come to fruition, and we'll see the passing on of the covenant from father to son, and it's 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 a beautiful thing. Um, the word established in verse seven mm-hmm. is being established. Yeah. This is the plan. Yeah. I am establishing it. Yeah. And and who's doing it? Is God? It's God Almighty, right? Exactly. And so He is capable of doing this. And that, that's that's the thing. I think that's yeah. part of the reason he introduces himself this way to Abraham. It's like, listen, I am capable of all things. I know you tried it on your own strength, but I am capable of doing this all by myself. It's almost like let there be no doubt. Here. Yeah, yeah. Be reassuring to Abraham. You don't have to, you know, mm-hmm. trying to do it his own way and, and failing miserably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. God reassure him that he is God Almighty and it's still, you know, he's still working out his plan for him. Yeah. Yeah, and so verse 8 says, And I will give to you and to your offspring after you the land of your sojournings, all the land of Canaan, for an everlasting possession, and I will be their God. And so what what else is tied to this covenant? We, we, we see the the offspring, right? But what else is tied to the covenant? Land, land right? And why is land so important? Got to have a place to call home. <laughs> Got to have a place to call home. What were you saying, Kelly? Just a place to 
Place for people. Lots of people. Yeah. Yeah, if you're going to have a nation, you need land, right? Um, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I will. I will. Yeah. Yeah. How long are they going to possess this land? Everlasting possession. Question, question for you. How is this true? How? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, I mean, we, we've seen yeah. Israel in the land. We've seen Israel being taken out of the land and come back to the land. And how, how does this work itself out? Yeah, for yeah, forty eight. They actually yeah. possessed, they came mm-hmm. from all the dispersions after years and years and years and now they're a nation yeah. in that land that's so amazing. Yeah. Um, we have yeah. Well, I got a hand way in the back there. <laughs> Perhaps because the Lord is coming back to that area. The Lord is coming back. Yeah. To that. To that area. Yeah. Yeah. What we see here is we we see you know under Joshua, right? Joshua they take the land for the first time. Um and and they they conquered all of Canaan. Um and and so the the promise is fulfilled in them. And then there's the time period of the judges, people keep battling back, right? And then God has to raise up different judges to rescue them. And, and then we get to the kings, right? And King Saul is battling with people. And then David comes along. What does David do? He conquers. He conquers, right? He takes, David takes it all. He takes possession. And under King Solomon, what do we have? After David conquers, and under Solomon, we have a time of, we have an, an age of peace. Yes. Uh, where Israel should be what it all it should be. Right. Um, obviously, they're still sinful people, so they're not what all they should be. But the temple gets built. Yeah. They are really established as a nation under Solomon. Um, but then we see king after king. We'd have good kings and bad kings, and years after years, and finally the, the land spits them out, yeah. right? Um, we see a split kingdom. Right, uh, and so it's it's like this promise, like, come on, God, you 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 said you will do this, but it, it doesn't seem like you're doing it. But there's that blameless business too. Yeah, but there's a before me. But there's there's another king that comes, right? Yeah, right. Thank God. King Jesus comes on the scene, and what is he doing? Reestablishing possession. He's reestablishing possession. He's preaching the message of his kingdom, right? And in a sense, the land is being taken over again as the gospel goes forward. And so this is what we see, and this is how we see that this is an everlasting possession, and Christ will come again, right? Right now he is reigning from up above, but there is a day that's promised when he shall return and the land shall be 
under possession by his people once again. All tribes, tongues, and nations. Yeah, all tribes, tongues, and nations. Yeah, and so even there in the promise to Abraham, we see he is, you know, nations are going to come from him. We see the inclusion of the Gentiles even here, right? Um, wow, we are not going to get through all this today. <laughs> we are already running really late. Um, we'll put a pause here, and uh, we'll, we'll pick it back up next week. But just keep these things in mind. There's a lot going on here, um, but it's, it's good news, right? Excellent. It is great news. All right, let's, let's pray. Uh, Father, we do thank you for your word. We thank you for your promises, uh, the covenant that you made with Abraham, and um, even that he is a father of a multitude of nations, Lord, that you have grafted us in. Um, we are so thankful for that. Lord, and all this comes through your Son, Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen. Amen.